and welcome back to the No Thoughts, Just Vibes podcast. Um, it's your co-host here, Kishana, Margot, and Christian, and we have a super special guest, Kishana. Woo! Oh, thank you. Woo! Thank you. Happy to be here, guys. Yes. Oh, we're so excited. Um, for all you guys that don't know, we're going to get into it, but Kishana and her family, local Black excellence, they're like the Smiths of oh. our hometown. <laughs> <laughs> not her just being like actually no <laughs> beep, beep, beep. what happened I'm texting her right now okay. no <laughs> um, do you guys ever think like the Australian and the British listeners that listen when they hear our accents and they're just like ugh not these Americans again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They log right the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listening time went from whole podcast to now three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what's going on? I can't hear anything. Girl, you left. Um, technical difficulties as per tradition of the No yeah. Thoughts, Just Vibes podcast. Um, every time we have a special guest. Yeah. Oh, not... God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder how Kamika's doing. <laughs> Hopefully she's doing good with the um, moon boots that she bought. Ooh. Things is, um... Yeah, they're not cute. But oh um, she said, I smiled and my cheek hit the ad. Oh. The ad? I wonder if she can still hear us. Uh, Should I do it from my laptop? Yes. You can, yeah. I'm doing it from mine. And it actually worked better than my phone. Wow, my pic- my contact picture for her phone. That is funny. It's Girl, a- that shit was shot on a toaster. Yes. <laughs> Actually, it was shot on a the first generation iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> so basically a toaster. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Margot, how did you get Peach's laugh? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching her videos a lot and then it just, you know. <laughs> I... <sighs> you laugh like her. I'm shaped like her. No. No. No, no you was not. Girl, a little bit. Maybe it's the body dysmorphia making me. Boop. Right in the back of my head. <laughs> um, oh, how tall who is Who is that Peaches? girl with that big forehead? That's some... <laughs> That's the That's you know what girl. That, we was talking about that lady the other day. Oh. They're like, um, <laughs> her last name rhymes with Pebble. Yes. She, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take... Hold on. 
Hello. Okay. Hello. Uh-huh. Howdy. My bad. My bad. The chat is okay. Um, we have technical difficulties. A lot. Okay. All right. We back though. We back in business. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um what is it? So, like- yeah. Should- <laughs> um so we're like texting on like a group chat about some white woman and people being hypocrites. Mhm. Oh, we're talking about hypocrisy. Get into it. Um <laughs> <laughs> So there is this there was this um a person that yeah um used to go to high school. I cannot confirm who it was, but a certain pe- person that I know um used to talk to said person, and um, allegedly he doesn't like white women. But the person that he hooked up with that we know in high school was. A white person, mm. so an ugly one at that. No shade. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's maybe <laughs> later. That's what. Doesn't like white women. Like, clearly hooked up with one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, people change. So you know, I mean, that's true. That's true. That's people true. do change. Yeah. So like it's so, to lie about. Like it's a weird thing to pick to lie about you know what I mean it is especially if there's evidence like if everyone knows like you're just lying for the hell of it right okay but I think maybe maybe that was an experience that they had <laughs> and then now he like changed uh, mm-hmm. okay. so maybe Quite possibly we can tell currently he doesn't yeah. like white women okay Mm-mm. no but I'm, I'm gonna tell you um off the uh off air yeah yeah off the record yes yeah. okay so our topic list for the day let's kick it um so first we wanted to talk about um like your experience being black at um a pwis and like just like the full kind of university experience because um no shade to any of the rest of us but none of us went to a university we all went to college though so oh um, yeah, I, it, it definitely was a unique experience, especially going to UF, um, and with that being a very predominant white school, and, um, my major was in the communications field, um, so it was also dominated by women, mostly, um, but I will say it was, I don't know, I worked a lot in school, um, when mm-hmm. I was in so after class and everything, I would immediately go um, to work. So I didn't do a lot of campus involvement um, my first couple of semesters just because I was working. But I did make um, black friends there, uh, black women friends there, because like I said, it was a women dominated field. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended up starting the first um, black public relations student society uh, club at our school. Like there wasn't Ooh. 
specifically. Um, it's also the second chapter in the nation that we started. Um, and I thought that was just a really unique experience and to see how we all experienced, even though we all had the same major and everything, mm. everyone experienced um, just the teaching and the clubs and everything differently, especially because lots of PR things tend to be, we did a lot of case studies and a lot of them tended to be um, racially involved, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, companies just doing stupid shit um, with saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing, especially with races. And it was very interesting to see how people would react to those things. Because um, for some people, of course, like it's not as big, oh, I don't get why that's such a big deal or like, I don't get why they're making it like that big a deal or whatever. But of course you have like sprinkles of black people within the classes, but it was like you constantly had to explain stuff like that which was annoying and that's only if you felt like explaining it to be honest i got to a point where i was like i'm not like google's free and i'm not about to sit here and like mm -hmm. explain why you need to know this shit like at this point it's the 21st century if you don't understand why this is wrong or like what the problem is like you're probably honestly in the wrong field and like exactly. that's good um so yeah it was it wasn't bad. We did have a lot of opposition when we started that club because there already was a public relations student society at the school, but mm -hmm. um, it was just a regular one. And ours was, it wasn't like we banned white people from joining or anything, but we focused on a lot of black issues. Um, and we spot, we had put a spotlight on a lot of um, black leaders inside of the field, um, mm -hmm. which didn't really do inside of the other one it was more like a like a footnote for the other club um and we did have a lot of opposition from the president of that club who well no not the president not the president the president was actually very sweet i'm friends with her and she's everything but there was um another member who was on the e-board and he yeah, he just was very difficult for no reason. He was like, I don't get why you guys are making a whole nother one. And like, what's the reason for this? But then he also like would go to national conventions and stuff where we sent our president and vice president to like go to the same convention. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how like slave sales were the first type of like PR. Like sh and like shit like that is why we have this club because why would you say that? Like, why is this, why is this how? something with like, think of and how did it get past all those levels of approval to be talked about like at a national convention and no one saw a problem with this so things like that um like small microaggressions are things that you had yeah. a lot um but I, I never really had a major problem with anything racially I also um like code switch a lot I think most white people do especially when you're in an environment where you almost have to mm -hmm. and I, I mean, I went to Dr. Annie Jones and Howard and even like at Lake where I was in the magnet and IB program. So for elementary school, I was the only black girl in my class every single year um, up until like fifth grade. I didn't start having like other black kids in my class, especially other black girls until middle school. Um, wow. And even then, it still wasn't a lot. It was like maybe three or four. So it's not even just like a PWI problem for me like it's been that way like my entire life um my entire academic career has always been like that so by this point I think I've just learned to code switch really well um mm -hmm. 
and just yeah i think i think that's really like sums up the experience there it wasn't bad um but uf is a very very white school and depending on what crowd you're around to i think that's part of it i also am huge on protecting my peace so like i'm not about to go and surround myself by a bunch of white frat guys where i know i'm going to be annoyed for the whole night yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah like i'll go to like a black frat party like one of the divine nine ones um where even which i never had a problem with those either honestly they but even if a problem did occur it would never be a problem from race you know what i'm saying that's just like yeah. an extra layer that you have to deal with um <laughs> that was that was uf but i didn't i was I'm- working a lot so i didn't really um deal with any problems with anyone I'm really stuck on how you guys were the first Black chapter of a um, PR organization at this school that's been around for hundreds of years, has had this program for God knows how many years, and yeah. it was the first one. And only the second one in the nation. Like, what the hell? Sorry. It's a thing. People, Um, I don't know. I think people also don't realize this is something that they can do um i wasn't around when the, the president and vice president essentially co-founded the club together i don't mm-hmm. know how exactly they came up with the idea i think it was just seeing what was needed and that's also what most of it always is you recognize the need and then you think to yourself like how can i fulfill this need and in this case the need was like us not having representation within the main club um for the ebor and everything and also the issues that were being discussed weren't really prominent or relevant to us mm-hmm. or they were kind of ignoring issues that were very relevant um and i mean professors and stuff you know they tried their best and i'm not going to say anyone ignored any racial issues or anything like that like they were spoken about but you can only do so much when you're standing on the outside looking and discussing yeah. this like, you're not talking about this from the perspective of a Black person. Like, what it's like seeing these companies use you for money, essentially, um, and capitalize off you, but then turn around and not want to have you in any of, like, their advertisements. Um, you don't see people like you on the shows or in the clothes and things like that. And it's it's hurtful. But also, I do think I mean, that's kind of getting off subject, but I do think part of the blame for that definitely lies within um, the Black community ourselves. I think we put a lot of money outside of our community and to other Like all the major fashion houses, right? Like all the expensive European ones. Mm -hmm. Those do not benefit us like at all. And we will drop thousands of dollars on a purse or, you know, shoes or whatever. Um, and these are the same companies that will have like major backlash for race issues and then we just like look over it we don't stay angry long enough um, yeah and you don't even have to be cute either that drop the bag to say we got it it's it's like we also just don't i hate i this is also off topic but i do genuinely hate with everything in my spirit all of those shirts and it's like oh, we're not our ancestors, like, we'll beat your ass while we'll... Yeah. Like, y'all can boycott shit to save your life. Like, you'll be upset for about a month. If that, they'll be outraged for a little bit, and then they drop a new collection or something, and you're swallowing it up. 
And that is why we do not have economic freedom. I mean, that's not the only reason why. There are obviously a lot of systematic things in place um, mm-hmm. that are not our fault. But I do think that's one area that we definitely have to take ownership and accountability for, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah I and I, I definitely blame um, the fact that um, it was these fashion houses and stuff for so long because of the race issue were, like, so unattainable to Black people. Like, they wouldn't even sell. Like, Coco Chanel... The bitch was a racist and a Nazi. Like, she did not like Black people. And yet, who, like, Black women love buying, like, Chanel purse. Like, it's just, it's yeah. just, it's like a social status now, like, saying, like, I can't achieve this. Yeah. And it's very counterintuitive. I'm not sure. when there's so many Black luxury brands coming up now. At um, I'm not sure if y'all had saw the, um, there was a tweet not too long ago. And it was basically how this girl was mad that a like seven hundred or eight hundred dollar dress from like Balenciaga or whatever had like been ripped off by one of those like cheap fast fashion sites. Yeah. And essentially, she was saying that she's mad that like they're making um, luxury items like affordable for people. Yeah. And it tied back into the idea that the whole thing about like luxury item is accessibility, and it's not even the fact that like you think it's cute or like. Um, you want to support like that brand specifically it's about the fact that other people can't have it Uh not even the quality no more because like that's what it's okay that expensive shit you think like okay the quality is going to be better but people don't even think about it like that it's just like like you said the accessibility Mm -hmm. do you want it right now for twenty dollars or do you want it good quality it's not gonna rip on you it's not gonna shred you know do you want to pay that you know, like, people don't even think about that, like, no more. They just... Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the priority in terms of their, like... Yeah. Model. The, brain, the, like, decision process that they go through has nothing to do with the quality of the clothes or anything. Yeah. It doesn't. It's, and, like, um, on these people. Yeah. And recently, um, like, since the pandemic, and I just pretty much stopped buying, like, fast fashion clothes, like, I've been doing, like, deep dives, like, do TikToks and stuff about fashion industry. And a lot of these, like, for, like, Birkins and stuff like that, like, where it would be, like, made in Italy or, like, Birkin is a France brand, but um, made in France. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, like, made in America where, like, 90% of the product is made in a sweatshop in China. And then they ship the pieces and they pretty much just assemble them together like a puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. And then they stamp that made in France tack on there, which is why so many of these, like, knockoffs that be, like, four or $5,000 they be fooling the experts because literally they're able to the workers be stealing the parts from the sweatshops because they're not making any money uh-huh. selling them to the replicas so their official pieces they're just not put together in france like that's it like luxury is all a fraud it's a scam I get, the whole honestly the entire fashion industry has so many issues because then people talk about like fast fashion and everything which like yeah, it's bad for our, um, like, environment and, like, people aren't getting paid fair wages and everything. Um, but then there's also even, like, accessibility issues with, like, thrifting and stuff like that. Yes. You know, like, you get into, like, sizes. Like, it's a, it's really hard to find, like, if you're larger, it's really hard to find plus size items. Yes. They'll fit you. And it's a lot cheaper and just more convenient to buy it at, um, like a fast fashion site and um it's all about where you live at like here 
Um, it's all old people clothes. And like, yeah, sure, some of them are cute and you can tweak them, but 90% of them are like old grandma church clothes. Like, yeah. what am I supposed to do with that? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, Ocala is oof. terrible. I went to a Macy's recently just to just to see what's popping. And I, I just, I couldn't do shit with none of the things that they were selling over there. Like, and that's why a lot of them are like going out. And that's why they're being taken, like, um, I saw something, and I'm not 100% sure if it's true, but I could definitely see the trend heading there, where it was saying, you know, a lot of malls and in-stores are going to close because people are moving towards online shopping and, like, fast fashion and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, well, look at what you guys are offering. This is why. Like, you're still always going to have people, I think, that have to come in to try clothes because they, yeah. like, they don't trust ordering online. Or there's people like me not going to hold you. If I order something and it doesn't fit, I'm just honestly too lazy to go through the process of returning it. Yeah, me too. I'll give it to my sister <laughs> and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Give it to one of my cousins or something. Because I'm like, okay, that's a lot. Me too. Yeah, me too. Because remember that time I bought that um, leather dress from um, Pretty Little Things? That pink <laughs> leather dress? And it didn't even yes. go over my butt. And God was like, you better return it. Oh, mm, no. No, um, nah. It's still in my closet chilling. <laughs> oh my god. If I broke. Yep. I'm a I'ma get that shit altered and that's for like one day when I shrink a little, I'll put it on. But I'm also way too easy to return it. Unless I got it from a physical store like Ross or TJ Maxx. It's a lot easier to return things in person. And I don't know why, because it's kind of the same thing. Like you're just putting it in a box. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But it's like uh I don't know. There's something about it I just don't enjoy doing. I hate it. And I'm like, okay, if it's cute, like, and if it's cute enough where I bought it, like, the problem is that it just doesn't fit me. Like, my sister's relatively the same size. Yeah. But she's built just a little different, and things tend to fit her that don't fit me. So I'm like, okay, there you go. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of clothes and fashion, perfect segue. Let's talk about you being a model, girl. How did that happen? How is it yes. going? Okay, um, so my mother um, was doing what mothers do and meddling with stuff. And um, at least for the first couple ones, um, the magazines in Ocala, she had saw some contests and um, she signed me up for it. She didn't even tell me. She like signed me up for it or whatever and sent a, bu- a bunch of pictures of me and um, they liked me, so they had called back and talked to her, thinking it was me. Um, and she set everything up and then basically told me, she was like, hey, like, there's this photo shoot, like, you need to do, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what are you talking Like, I didn't sign up for anything. And she was like, oh, yeah, like I did. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, so I went and did it. And um, that was for Ocala Magazine. It was fun. I will say I... I did bring my own like makeup and everything. That's something else, like just being black, especially. And I think part of the problem is just that it's Ocala. Um, we, I'm not super overly trusting of like the makeup artists that we have here, uh, dealing with dark skin because they're just not used to it. Um, mm-hmm. And in that case, I got lucky. I had did my face anyway because the makeup artist like um, ended up like being sick or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but I did like my own hair and makeup and everything and did the shoot and it was really fun um, and I enjoyed it. So I did that. And then another time, um, one of my friends 
is a freelancer. Well, he was. I'm not sure if he still lives in Ocala anymore, but he was a freelancer for um, Ocala Style Magazine. And they needed someone who was around like my height and shape and everything. So he had recommended me and they just had me come in for like a couple of um, test shots and everything just to try it out. And and I met the editor and he liked me and all of that. So they ended up um, using my pictures for that magazine. And then the one in Gainesville, one of my friends um, had recommended me, showed them my pictures on Instagram. They called me in and I did the magazine for them too. This was really cool because they had a um, like walkway moment with it. Although I'm not Ooh. like huge on walking, um, but it was really fun. They had a whole show for it um, at one of the local uh, like bars up there. Um, and then the most recent one or the most recent like thing I've gotten into. So I had got signed, um, but I just moved to Tampa about like two weeks ago. So I haven't done anything with them yet. Um, just because I still work two jobs. And before I moved, I was in Gainesville. And most of the jobs were inside of... Um... Yeah, okay. Most of the jobs were inside of um, Tampa. And that was just too far dealing with my actual job in Gainesville. But now that I'm closer there, um, I'm going to start actually accepting them because I've just been kind of saying no to all of them because they're, they, the way their entire process is set up, it's like they tell you about something two days before you would be shooting. Yeah. So there's no like mm-hmm. prep time at all. And I like have to have hair done, makeup done, like all of that stuff. Um, and I work. And so if I have to like line my schedule up and everything, but now that I'm there, that's something that'll be a lot easier to manage because it's not like it'll be a two hour drive for me on a Tuesday or something. Cause they're always yeah. during the week. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm very excited, but I had got into it. I had um, a old coworker's wife. I was talking to the old coworker about our old job um, basically. Cause I had quit in like November and I guess he had quit in like March or something like that. Um, and he had just called to like, check up on me or whatever and we were talking and um he had mentioned like his wife was a model which I had knew but I had kind of like forgot I hadn't talked to him in a while um and he had told me the like site and everything that she had worked for or one of her friends had started one of the agencies and was like well you should just submit some pictures you know just to see and so I hit up my bestie who just so happens to be a photographer so that's (laughs) super handy um I was like, hey, can we just get like test shots? Because I didn't have like a portfolio or anything. I just had other pictures from the other magazines that I had did. And mm-hmm. um, I put them all together and sent them. But I I was also very, like I submitted them, but I immediately like went into just like thinking and affirming and everything. And I was like, regardless of what happens and what the outcome, if they accept me or not, like that doesn't change. You know, I just didn't want to put like too much inside a, like external validation with yeah. anything regarding like images um or just like self-image and self-worth and all that stuff and I was like you know yeah. regardless like this doesn't mean that I'm not pretty or whatever it just means you know I don't have the look that they're looking for um but they ended up calling me back about like a week later or so um 
and they confirmed it. They were like, yeah, like we love your look, blah, 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 blah. And so I signed to the commercial division, um, which is nice. So I have to like memorize lines and stuff for mine, sometimes depending on what it is. And so I had to submit like self tapes and all of that. But I have to figure out where, what this new um, apartment, well, townhouse that I'm living in now, I have to figure out where I'm going to do those because I had a space set up in my apartment, but I'm just gonna have to set up a new space. But it's all very, very exciting. Um, I just have to like really manage my time. And um, I have my calendar, which I finally put back up inside of my room. I've been moving, but I've been like back and forth in Ocala for work. And then I've been going to Gainesville some days because I'm in the middle of these giant baby shower events that I do for work. My mm. And so, um, and that, oh my God, that is easily, I love working there. I'm not sure if I'm going to continue working there once like everything picks up just because it'll be a lot. And I'm also studying for school. So it's just like a lot, but, but um, it's so fulfilling to, it's a nonprofit and I get to like directly interact with the moms and everything. It deals with maternal health and um, pregnant women. And there's, they're just always like so grateful they're always so kind and I just really like that um I don't know you can always just sense that about them and there's something very fulfilling like I'm not helping a CEO get any richer by doing this like or anything yes that sounds nice but yeah I'm doing that and then I'm working at a group home with autistic kids and studying for school and then paint so um, that's why I really like having my calendar and I need it physically up so I could see everything. But it's oh, really, yeah. my only troubles with any of it has always just been makeup, needing to do it myself. After I had did one magazine, it was one of the early ones. Um, so I didn't know this yet. And they were like, oh, we have a makeup artist on set or whatever. So I was like, okay, cool, cool. But I still had by myself um because I knew I was going to be coming in a little later so I had already did my like concealer and everything and I'm glad I did because when I didn't have any shades that would have matched me at all like wow. my concealer honestly like the concealer was too light for my skin tone um she did was my lips and eyes and my eyes I was wearing like a white um jumper and I don't know, I she did like a silvery eye look, which for my skin tone just didn't mesh very person. Um, that's not even a matter of like being dark skin. It's just like tones. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it didn't look great to me. I wasn't vibing with it. I was not very pleased, but there was nothing that could be done. Like it was already on my face, but I was hit, like I was heated. Um, and I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, from now on, like, I'm just going to do my face myself. And then when I get there, if there's anything that needs to be changed, like, they'll tell me to change it. And that's what I've done, like, the past couple of magazines. I've gone with my entire face already done, like, the entire thing. Except I, I'll sometimes just have, like, gloss on my lips. So if I won't have, like, a color on them. So if they need yeah. a do color, it can be added. But I'm like, yeah. Although the last one I hit went to, um, the lady, the makeup artist was super sweet. And I had um, one of my wigs on 
and it it was just frizzy like in the back I had did it but like from the drive all the way out there like it was frizzy and she was like well do you mind like if I touch up your wig for you and I was like yeah of course and she she was a white girl but super sweet white girl and she was like okay so is this uh synthetic or human and I was like oh she knows she knows okay, okay I was like it's human you could go ahead and do whatever you need to do and she was like okay okay and then um she had made like this little color so pretty I don't know I got the name of it and everything, but I think it was like an older um, launch. So I was never able to find it. But everything she did just like matched my skin tone so well. Um, but she also works a lot with like black women. And she has said that she does like a bunch of bridal parties. And there's always like a lot of diversity within the group. And yeah. she, you know, which is a fair point. In order to be considered a makeup artist, you need to be able to everybody's skin tone. Like you can't exactly. one look or one type of face like you have to be able to cover a range yeah Otherwise, like you probably just shouldn't call yourself a makeup artist mm-hmm. yeah so that was that was a lesson i learned i always do for the most part i always do my hair and makeup myself and then just make adjustments when i get there it is just kind of um hard planning because as a black woman i can't just have depending on what my hair is like if I'm doing it natural or something like that, I need like, you know, a day for my, mm-hmm. otherwise my curls are going to look crazy or um, braids are always super easy, of course, except whenever they want to style them in different ways. Um, that had came up in one of the magazine shoots. I was, I had my hair in braids, like the goddess braids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, can we put them up in the bun or something like that? Or they were trying to do something. They were, it was braided where it would only be down essentially, or maybe like half back, but like definitely not buns. Like he was trying to do buns. I was like, that's not gonna happen. So <laughs> definitely like limitations um, with certain hairstyles. So I'm kind of like learning that as I go, trying to pick things that can be easily manipulated or maneuvered into something else. Cause you really just don't know when opportunities are gonna pop up and you kind of just have to stay ready so you don't have to get ready type thing. Um, but yeah. I'm enjoying it a lot. It's not a huge, well, it's not my main priority right now. I think it's what I would want to say, like, word that. I do enjoy it, and I do think it's a great opportunity, and I'm super blessed to have it. Um, But there's so much more I want to do, too. So for right now, I'm just doing it more for fun Mm -hmm. um, than, like, an actual career, like, actual career things I'm working on those currently in the background I also um I'm not huge on the idea I do love the idea of capitalizing off my looks of course uh because I mean they're here I might as well use them (laughs) and also I mean that's something else people talk about like looks and everything like that and beauty but even like in my case like a lot of things are modified like I had a breast reduction I had Invisalign um, and well, those are like the only like major things I've done, but those make like a big difference, you know what I'm saying? So it's, I would never want anyone to feel, I also have a really young sister, like a 15 year old sister. So it also goes into like the social media thing. Mm-hmm. And that's a large part of why I don't like edit my body in pictures or Facetune or anything, uh, just yeah. because I feel like that's such a... Like, there's people that are watching that you don't realize they're watching. Um, In my case, my little sister, which I kind of, like, know that she's watching because she's my little sister. But 
she'll watch things that I'm not even like paying attention to. Um, and I would never want her to like subconsciously pick up on something like that. Like, oh, like she was sitting and there was like a roll on her stomach and she edited that out. Clearly that's bad or all, all the scars yeah. from the breast reduction or like stretch mark scars and stuff like that. Like, um, I feel like there's something very important about being genuine with those things. Mm-hmm. There's a generation coming up behind us that's paying attention. Obviously, like, everyone should do whatever they want to do. But yeah. I'm just saying, for me, um, it's really important just because I have, I know that there's, like, little girls that watch what I do. And I don't want um, to accidentally rub off any of my, like, insecurities or anything onto them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely um, agree. I feel like, um, I don't know, the time that we came up in, like, during, like, the whole Tumblr, like, Anna pandemic where everybody wanted, like, their headphones sticking out, mm-hmm. um, thigh gap, like, all of that very um, detrimental, I feel, to our mental health, you know? For sure. Both unattainable beauty standards that nobody told us like you have to have an anatomy to have a thigh gap like I, know. I was trying so hard to I wanted one so bad I was like okay I just have to pose like this but I also have very narrow hips like no ass at all like it was not gonna happen for me but that's another part of it beauty standards change like every what decade or so uh-huh. like I was watching um I think it was white chicks with my sister and brother a couple of weeks ago. And they had been talking about the girl was worried that her like ass was getting big. And I was like, who would have thought <laughs> like what? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like that's what everyone would want. You know what I'm saying? Um, by the way, what do y'all, I know it's slightly off topic, but what do y'all think about the whole Nikita thing? Oh girl. We oh, girl. Like every two seconds. Um, yes, yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, someone had brought up, um, we were talking about, like, she had mentioned that, like, trans women were, like, the standard um, for different beauty trends and everything. And one of my friends had brought up that trans women could be considered the beauty standard for the body modifications Uh that are currently super popular. Obviously not the mannerisms, hair, um, makeup, any of that stuff. But they were saying, like, the BBL look and... um, even like the makeup, like drag makeup kind of like mm-hmm. definitely influenced all of those looks. And I hadn't, I don't know, I really hadn't thought about it. I hadn't really thought about like where the popularity and the rise of the body modifications came from. But I thought it was really interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Like that oh. bimbo body aesthetic mm-hmm. definitely came from trans women. Yeah. That, and that's so. I don't know. It's very interesting to see like what's going to look like in a couple decades from now, you know, or what ridiculous. not necessarily that. Well, some of them, some of them look ridiculous now and just because people yes. are matching it to their body type, if that makes sense. Like yeah. they're doing way too much when really they didn't need all of that. Like they probably just need like a little, just a, a little bit to help it up. But some people, then you have like that diaper look. Um, yeah. But it's also a matter of like where we get our beauty standards from and our beauty trends from. Um, and a lot of it definitely is like social media. You could say the Kardashians have like a huge impact on that, regardless of the fact that they're not the originators of the look or anything. It just gets pushed out 
a lot um, with them. And even them, yeah. like that way too much for some of them, like the thighs not matching and all of that. It's crazy. I have a yeah. quick point uh, with the Kardashians. So there's this YouTuber on, and she does like plastic surgery analysis. Um, she doesn't really say like she has her backs on them, but she's just like through speculation and from her research and background in plastic surgery. Yeah. Um, so there's this video about Kim Kardashian and how she's like backtracking on how like outrageous certain body parts are on her body to be more slender. And it just goes goes back to that point where beauty trends change every 10 years. Now we're in, like, 2020. And now what, like, in the 2010s with, like, that super BBL look. And, like, I feel like at one point Kim's ass was, like, so huge on her little legs that it was just, like, looking diaperish. Yeah. Now um, they're, like, actually getting that fat, like, allegedly graphed out and filled with, like, filler and stuff like that to, like, fill out those hollows and just more of a slimmer look is going back in. Yeah. So I think basically, like, people need to learn, not learn, but I guess just, like, this is all just, like, a fad. Yeah. And, like, I feel like at the root of it, just learn how to love the body that you have right now because with one modification comes another and another and another. I agree. And just as the years go by, you're just going to just put your body through so much trauma. And some plastic surgeries can really fuck you up um, yeah. and mm-hmm. probably put you into like, I don't know, septic shock. Mm-hmm. So who was yeah. that had um, that he got something from a BBL? Was it K Michelle? Yes. Yes. yes she put silicone in her body. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's crazy. That's people with like money where this stuff still happened. Like the average Joe, like stuff like that happens. Can you afford to also get it like fixed if it's botched or something? Like now you have to pay mm-hmm. to have it fixed again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, well, I follow what um, Dream Doll. She used to like document her procedures on YouTube. And um, she said that like before this procedure of the video that I was watching she said that she went to Columbia got a BBL and then but like it wasn't a BBL like it was she got butt shots and she said that like the particles of the butt shots like went almost went into her bloodstream and it started separating and shit and she got really 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 sick from it so she had to go back to Columbia and get like lipo and get that shit taken out and she said it was like it was hell and I just think like people go through that. They're willing to go through that to just look the way that they want, I guess, or just to fit this. Like the beauty standards now. Yeah. I mean, there is something to be said. I do definitely think like self esteem plays a large part in like happiness and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do a body modification, like I'm not going to hold you after my breast reduction. When I tell you, I felt so much better. I mean, it was also partially like my back wasn't <laughs> about to break every five seconds. But <laughs> yeah. Also, just the way that like everything fit better and everything looked better, you yeah. know, to me. And I think that's like what people are chasing. Like they're just chasing the idea of like things looking better on them and, yeah. you know, improving their body image and everything. But at some point, like 
if it changes or if it's done badly. Like you have all those girls going. I saw it, it was like the, I think it was a terminal and there were so many BBL patients going mm-hmm. in. I don't think they had enough yeah. wheelchairs for all of them. Um, yeah. I don't even know what they had them do. I think they had them like catch different flights or something like that. Cause they, there were just so many of them. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's like a bad thing per se, you know, that people want these body modifications and everything. I do. I just think it's like interesting to note. And I wonder what the next thing's going to be. Yeah. You know, I think, it changes all the time what the huge trend is before it was probably like i don't know botox or nose jobs and stuff like that and now bbls and there'll probably be something like crazy next i feel like also people pick the weirdest things to like obsess over like the weirdest body parts i had saw one tweet um and i think they were talking about like feet or something like that like toes or Mm -hmm. something I don't know. And that's um, like a huge thing. It was just like a thread, honestly, of like pretty feet. And some people in there were talking about, um, well, of course you have people that post their feet and it's not like the standard or like typical like foot or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and then they're just some like. people just have ugly feet. Exactly. People, people are like. Fucking <laughs> dogs. Yeah, like, <laughs> in this thread, like, were you sure about posting this thread? I was like, damn. Not that. I was like, imagine if it was something crazy, like, I don't know, toe modification that, or something like they that. Do. They do. That is the thing. That's a where thing. They, yes, like, where people who have... This is probably going to engage some people's insecurities. But, you know, like, the French fry toes, where, like, their toes are, like, real long. Like, they, um, their other four toes, like, extend past their big toe. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a surgery to, like, shorten your oh. toe length. Wow. Yeah, and that's it's like purely cosmetic. I mean, I guess maybe there could be a medical reason to get it done, but yeah, it's like balance or something, I guess. But hmm. in my opinion, it feels um strictly um cosmetic for sure. Yeah, I wonder what the like recoveries like that with that because you can't walk on it. And if you get done to both feet, like are you in a wheelchair for X amount of time until it heals, or I think they they put you in a boot. Oh, okay, okay. For both feet. Yeah. Walk around with it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That would look um, so funny. Yeah. Um, good for them. But now that we have divin into a plastic surgery uh, hole, let's talk about how we know you and how we met you. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I think Margo should go first. What? <laughs> why me <laughs> okay so um I think me and Kishana met Krish- um me and Kishana met Krishana at um Howard um we were like extended in day. extended day and before I think right she was in like before care no I think yeah was- in the- oh I don't know I feel like it was just extended day but I think okay. Yeah, that probably would have been it. I don't think we had any classes together or anything, so that must Mm-mm. have been it. It's strictly that. It was just that. And, like, um, we weren't that close in middle school, but we knew of each other, and it was always, like, you know, it was nothing. Hey, what's up? Yeah, real. Hey, girl, what's up? In middle school, the rest of us were not aware. Should have caught up. <laughs> you know what? Yes. <laughs> um, we gonna get into that. Um, but... <laughs> 
Yeah, um, it was always like, you know, hey, what's up? Um, like that dress you're wearing, like this da 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 pleasantries. But then once we got to high school we got a little bit closer and like got to talk more and yeah, I don't really don't remember my interaction. Yeah, I don't remember how we first met either. I remember I would always like your hair because you would dye it like different colors and stuff um, in middle school. And I always thought that was like super cool. Um, and then in high school, we played tennis together. So I know we got yeah. really close to that. Uh, we had no business being uh, seat number one and seat number two. Why you they, know what? Why did they set <laughs> up like that? Hell we, no. We uh, those other white schools where they've been playing tennis since the day they could hold a racket. Mm-hmm. But Margaret would be holding her own, okay? She what? like uh, fast serve. It was over for them. Said bah, bah on her Serena Williams shit. Girl, but she was good too. You, you was really good too. That was the reason why they had to like ping pong us between one and two. That's true. That's true. And then once they had us in doubles, bitch, over where those was- extra side uh, lanes count. And our coach, oh my god, now that I'm the same age as him, he was 23, um, and he was our coach, yeah. and honestly, I would be doing the exact same shit. Oh, I was just thinking that. Hell yeah. yeah. He was what? so much fun. Hell yeah. You give me the school credit card, bitch, we going to Applebee's, we going to Taco Bell. What? Y'all want, y'all want ice cream? Let's get ice cream. Fuck this shit. We go to Walgreens. See, like, what y'all want? We should be getting, you know, we have a match coming up. We should be getting, like, Gatorade and stuff. chips. Yep. Gum, candy, all this other stuff. And then at the end of the uh, quarter or after the season was over, he was like, So apparently we have to pay all that money back with fundraising, but I'm not trying to do that shit. And I think <laughs> I'm not do that shit either. So how about everybody just give me 20 bucks and we'll call it even? Period. Okay. And that was it. And what he didn't even give us no like incentive as to like what, because you know, certain sports would be like, All right, well, we need this money back or we need a fundraise or, um, you're not gonna get your certificate, or you're not gonna get this, or you're not gonna do this. No, or you're not gonna play. No, he was just like, just give, just give me the money back. Man, care. <laughs> he was just vibing. We literally pulled up to, <laughs> we pulled up to Margot's house one morning, uh, for a match. He was like, y'all know where she live, and we yeah. were like, yeah. He was like, all right. Yeah. We all went over to took a field trip to Margot's house, went and had our match the next day. Like he was. So chill. Yeah. So chill. Our t-shirts, balls to the wall. Come on now. The admin team was—they were losing their minds. They were so pissed. Yes. Remember, that way, that's what he made your t-shirt say. Yep, balls to the wall. T-shirt said balls to the wall, and where there were um the A's. Yeah, I think it's where the A's were. They were like little tennis balls, but it was in bright letters on a um black t-shirt. I know and that's right. The, well, the principal would be like, "You need to take that off, blah blah blah, ma'am. It's a game day, for real." Yeah, yeah. They was trying to give us like dress code and shit for it. Yeah, I was like, "It's uh, funny." This is. It was hilarious. It was hilarious, especially considering how mad they were. But they couldn't do anything about it. Also, like, I feel like it probably had to go through layers of approval to get printed out anyway and paid for and all that other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, then shut the hell up. It's it's a funny joke, balls to the wall because tennis. But see why they act in dance. Very. Oh my god! I remember we were playing um 
was it TC? We were going against TC, and one of the coaches was like, "Hey, can I take a picture of the back of y'all shirt?" Oh, like, oh shit! Like we're gonna get put on. Like they love this shit. No, that's true. It was so much fun, honestly, yeah. and it automatically like eased tension and stuff just because it was funny. It, I don't think any of us took it like that seriously. A lot of the um, other schools, like when we had the tournaments and stuff, and you could see them playing against each other. Like there was one team where they like threw their rackets down like after they lost or something it was like oh okay all right it's like that yeah this is very serious for y'all but um yeah it was a fun time fun time tennis is probably how we uh came close like that and then just movie nights and stuff like that (laughs) okay christian what about you Honestly, I low-key kind of don't remember me and Krishana meeting. I was trying to think. I was like, when did we meet? It would have been high school for sure. But yeah, it was probably like through Desiree. um, Because I was like friends with her. And like all of y'all were like, yeah, probably Desiree and Margo. Because all of y'all were in like a group. And so I would like say hi to y'all like there. But I can't remember our first time meeting. Yeah, me neither. I remember... Because, like, most of my friends, or, like, some of them, not saying most, Jesus, um, like, most, like, uh, some of them were in IV. So, Mm -hmm. like, that's how, like, I think I would just see you. Because one thing about when we were in high school, IV and the the dummies would just be segregated. Um, But I'm not sure. Um, I know that in senior year, um, or going out of senior year, we had, like, a mutual friend. And then that mutual friend kind of, like, told me more about you. And then I think that's when we, like, got a little closer. Um, and, like, more talking and stuff like that. And then, yeah, I think that's really our origin story. I really have no pinpoint moment, though. Yeah, I must say, I don't either, honestly. It was more of, like, a gradual thing. Like, see him around every now and then. You're like, hey, what's up? Blah, 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 blah. And then probably once we got out of high school, I probably definitely started talking once we were out um definitely through like so like he would post really cool stuff or whatever um and we have mutual friends so yeah, yeah. okay uh, same thing um we met in middle school an extended day mm-hmm. and I, I literally don't i thought it was like um because me and Margo were friends with, like, all of the magnet kids, because that's pretty much all who were in Extended Day. So we all just kind of ended up, like, flocking to each other. Yes. It was a fun time, though. All those uh, card games and the bull bucks betting. Yes. Gambling and everything else. You're running a casino in there. It, it was a wrap. It was getting heated at that table. It was. It was. I remember one of the kids uh, stole my bull bucks. Well, he stole mine and another one of my friends, but I had wrote my name in pen on the back of all of mine. So I saw them in his backpack and I saw my name on him. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, sir, those are mine. He was like, no, they're not, no, they're not. I was like, why my name on the back? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. He gave it back to you after that or no? Of course he gave it back to me. Why do I have a feeling I knew who it was that stole it? You probably did, (laughs) honestly. You probably do. A couple of names are coming through my brain. <laughs> Full of Black Air Force activity. That entire yes. extended day was so much fun, though. They had so many games for us to play. And the, uh, what were they called? The aides that would like mm-hmm. walk around 
and help. Yeah. Yeah, they were funny. Sometimes they were either funny or annoying. There was like no in between. They either, <laughs> yeah, you either liked them or you didn't. Mm-hmm. That I agree with. Yes. Um, what else is on our docket to talk about today? Oh, yes. Um, Black excellence. Like, I just, you know, let's just brag on Krishana and her family because I feel like we just, like, you just have such a lovable personality. Like, I don't know. I cannot think of one person who just did not like you. Like, you just have such a good, eccentric personality. But oh, I, I cannot find one thing to not like about you right now. Not one. Exactly. Hmm. Not one. Well, thank you. I know uh, for some people, it's my driving. That's uh, the most recent thing. Uh, oh, don't girl, like if I see you on the road, I'm going to the farthest lane away from you. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I spun out with one of my friends in the car and never he refuses to get in the car with me and I'm like honestly I understand I understand um no there's definitely people that don't like me I think it's just it's part of it but um yeah thank you I I for the most part was super I'm still introverted to be honest um but growing up I was very like nerdy and quiet and I would just read a lot like that's all I did was read and draw a lot and everything um and yeah I was very much by myself a lot and I don't I honestly don't have a problem with that I think a lot of people are they like to be around other people which makes sense you know there's people like that um but I'm very comfortable like in my own presence just me by myself I will go out to a restaurant and like read my book by myself and like just chill there and eat um yeah some but I um definitely do have a very deep appreciation for all of my friends and I try it's it's very frustrating for me um moving around a lot and with work just traveling all the time like I'm never in it feels like I'm never in a place for an entire week honestly I'm not now that I'm thinking about like I'm never in one city for like a week Mm -hmm. um and so I'm always trying to like hang out with everyone and like do all this stuff and everything. Um, but I do genuinely appreciate the friendship that I have with each of you. Um, hope, despite the fact that all the time, I know I times, but um, I hope that you guys just know that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, girl, fuck you for being such an amazing human being. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, oh. oh, and shout out to like, Miss Chris. Your mommy, shout out to her. I just love like oh. y'all's dynamic and y'all's relationship. She's like she's like your biggest um fan. And I love that. And it's so cute to see. And she's just like such a like just a cool person. Yeah. Yeah. I think a large part of that has to do with um like our age gap with her being so young at mm. this point. Now she's like practically the age gap between us is the same age gap she has with her big sister. And so there's still obviously like the respect factor because she's my mom, but she's also like one of my closest friends. Like I got her onto Twitter finally. It took a while because she was like, I don't know, blah, 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 blah. But like she understands all of the memes. She understands like the trends I'm talking about, uh, pop culture things. And um, she is easily like, one of my biggest fans for sure all of her kids really she's a very supportive person and anything she puts her mind to like she's gonna do like she puts her heart and soul into everything that she does um 
which is really cool. And it's really great to be around someone like that. Uh, just because, I mean, small things are bound to rub off on you. Um, even down to like really stupid habits that I hated, like growing up here, like as a kid, um, like, oh, why do I have to make my bed every single morning? Or why do we have to deep clean the house? Like stupid stuff like that. Um, but then I get older and like living on my own, I just see her influence. I see the different things that she influenced me with um, now that I'm older. Mm-hmm. And I'm not around them like all the time. I'm like, okay, mom was right about this. And mom was right about that. That's something else. Just intuition. It's nice going, being able to go to someone who's just wiser than me and has been through different life experiences already. And for her, like it wasn't that long ago. So she can always come through with like solid advice and everything. Um, yeah, I, I adore my mom. Adore her. Wow. That is so dope. Um, very admirable that relationship you have with your mom. And also one in the same, uh, literally y'all literally look like twins. I yeah. know it's it's crazy really because when I was younger I didn't look like her um like at all I looked exactly like my dad and um probably around like puberty time my face started like shifting a little into looking more like hers um and of course like she's kind of happy about that because none of none of us look like her oh. like none of the kids ever look like her um but now my sister same thing is getting older now and starting to look more like my mom and Ooh, um, I know she is excited, super excited. She she'll look at us and be like, "Oh, you know, my girls are just so pretty." Blah blah blah. They can't help it. Of course, they look like me. All this other stuff. She <laughs> complaining. It's really, it's like my face. Her jeans just activated late. Like even down to like dimples. I never had dimples growing up ever. Um, and then like once I was around like seventeen, eighteen, my face started changing. Like my cheeks and like. Or maybe it could have just been because my teeth were messed up. And after I got Invisalign, like, they fixed it. But, like, we have dimples now. And my sister, too, also never had dimples. Now she's getting older. They're starting to develop. And that's something, like, from my mom. It's really weird. Like, her genes just activated very late in us. Well, it seems to me that you guys are just living in some Vogue magazine um, for the rest of your lives. Yeah. No, that's um, her, honestly. The mastermind behind that with, um, she's very like organized and coordinated with different things. And um, mm-hmm. for the most part, like her relationship dynamic with my dad is really cute. Uh, Cause she's like the brains behind the operation and she'll come up with all of these ideas and stuff. And regardless of how like far out they are, like he will, do his best to make sure that they happen. Like if that's something that she wants, like he's moving hell and everything else to make it happen. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's what she deserves. Honestly, it's what she deserves. Absolutely. Um, well, now that we have, you know, the of you, um, and we just warmed up to you already. And so is the audience. Let's talk about, um, something a little off topic, um, club experiences um, and how like intersect. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, um, Krishana, but there's like a video of this girl and she's just like partying and someone throws a wet floor sign um, at her. 
<laughs> Damn. Would you like to share some similarities um, with that video? Oh, God. Okay, so we was talking about how um, that reminded them about the time we went to this club in Gainesville. Um, I, it was me, Kishana, and um, uh, Jessica, I think, and another person we will not um, know. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rhymes but, with um, Asia. Um, so she, okay, we we all partying and we saw a group of guys that we went to high school with as well there. And you know, one of them just so happens to be he I think he was on like a baseball team or a football team, whatever. Anyways, um that doesn't matter. But he was dancing with some chick, and we're walking to get to a less crowded area of the club, and I just feel like like hella liquid all over me like just all just spilling all over me <laughs> from the top from the tippy top so I'm thinking like what the hell is there like a leak or something like a sprinkler <laughs> no dude is getting like bumped and grind to death on the dance floor and he's holding his drink high as shit and I guess it was just too much and he just spilled all his fucking drink all over me and you know what? I couldn't. I could not even be mad at all because I was also like, you know, yeah. I was inebriated. So I was like, "Oh, he having a good time. I'm having a good time. Eh, you know, I'm wet. Whatever. It's it's good. It was good vibes. Um, Nothing new. But, yeah. but I feel like every. I think that wasn't even the first. That was the first time that I got a drink spilled on me, and I did not know that that was not going to be the last. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the next function we went to. <laughs> an alcohol beverage got splashed on me and I think another function you went to another alcoholic beverage um spilt all over me it's yeah it's different when it's like spilt on you versus like someone purposely doing it I had went to a concert a couple of days ago and I was interacting with like these friends they're not my friends um they're like one of them was is this a prior friend. you driving into a ditch this was prior to the ditch drivation um and <laughs> <laughs> this part of the reason that that could have happened is because I was rushing because I wanted to get the hell away. I was like, okay, I'm ready to go home. Um, also, I mean, it was just dark. I could not see. The grass looked flat. I I hit it. I said, boom. I was like, oh. Before I came I took my car to the car wash. So it got all clean and everything. Because I was like, my dad is going to cuss me out from here until next week. I'm going to hear about this. I was like, can't let him know. But, um, Prior to running into a ditch, there's this girl, and she was just very, very drunk, which, you know, cool. We're at a concert. You're vibing. You're having a good time. Nice. So am I. But, like, her friend, I don't even think he said anything. I'm not sure if this is how they play around. It's not how I would play around. I would be upset. But she, like, unbuttons his shirt and, like, well, not even, like, nicely unbuttons it, but just, like, kind of rips open, like, the top button of his shirt and throws the rest of her drink on it. What? What the fuck is going on? Me? <laughs> was mad. Was like, oh, girl, a couple, like, um, I don't know, a couple feet away was, like, looking at her and kind of, like, staring at her. She was like, I'm about to fight this bitch, blah, blah. I was like, that's a child. And she's probably staring at you because you're wiling the fuck out. Why did you just <laughs> drink on this man? What did he do? Like, he didn't even do anything. But he... He didn't get mad or anything like that. So I was like, maybe this is just their friendship. Could not be me. 
could not. I would be upset. But um, what the hell? Very, very chaotic. Very chaotic. I yeah. I've been to the club though and had. I actually after that concert and after I got my car out of the ditch at one in the morning. Um, oh, the one in the clubs there, and um, I was with my friend and when he was like dancing and stuff, like some of the drink would bump and spill onto me. Like if we were walking past people, just with being so full, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that happens. It's like okay. I think the wildest club experience I've ever had. Um, I already have two stories. I was in Vegas with some of my girlfriends, and I had like wandered off from the rest of them, and they eventually found me, and they're like, well, two of them. There were three of them, but and they're just like very panicky, and they're like, "We have to go. We have to go right now. Our friends getting arrested." I was like, "What do you mean? How?" And now, mind you, like in like I'm the wild one, air quotes. Like the others are way more conservative. And the one that got was getting in trouble is the most conservative out of all of us. Like she, what? Like super, super conservative. I was like, how the hell is she in trouble? So apparently she was drunk and I guess she like started fall- we had a section of the club and I guess she was tired because it was like three or four in the morning. Started like and you know they don't like you to doing that in the clubs. So I guess they like woke her up or they were about to kick her out or something. And she caught an attitude and just started cussing these people out in Spanish. <laughs> and they got like the cops and everything. So we had to go down there and we were like, hey, like we'll take her, you know, it's okay. Like she's just really tired and everything. Like we'll leave and all that, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, wildin'. And then um, another time, what was the second time I was in that stuff? Oh, my first time going to a club, period. Like, literally my first time. Also my first time getting drunk. It's my first party in college. Um, and we leave. I was in Ocala. And we had been um, partying at, pre-gaming at College Square. And then we were going to drive up to Saga. Saga was a time. Had to oh, be. God. Yes. yes iconic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. So we go up. And we're partying and everything. I'm in a pretty large group it's like six of us um like three guys three girls so one of the guys there he's huge and we're friends with him and he came up with us and i guess they had went out clubbing the night before and there was this guy that he did not like that was there the night before they had like started getting into it but then everyone left before it escalated well they both apparently decided to come back the very next night which is the night that i'm here also my first time being drunk like everything so we're all hanging out. The club got let out. And we're like, okay, well, where's our friend? But then I hear people, you know, whenever you see a bunch of people running to one area, something's going on. And my nosy ass, I was like, well, what's going on? They're like, oh, there's a fight. There's a fight. I was like, fight? Okay. So I head over there. My friend is fighting this other guy. Um, and he's on top of him. He's winging everything. The guy pulls out a glass bottle from his fucking pocket and hits my friend in the side of the head with it. Whoa. I was like, what the fuck is going on? But do you think he, like, knocked out or didn't, I don't know, started bleeding or stopped like any normal person would do? No, it was like a like a Hulk rage moment for him. <laughs> like, infuriated him. And he jumps up and just starts yelling and is on this guy's ass, like, two seconds. I mean, on him. So it takes, like, three of us to pull him off because, like I said, he's really big. Um, We got him off, and then everyone hears sirens, and we're like, okay, we need to go. Like, we need to go now. So my drunk ass, all of us are drunk, and we're trying to, like, get him in the car. 
we eventually get him in the car. Uh, the DD starts driving and everything, and we like head back to a club. I, I was like, this is my first club experience. Crazy, first uh, drunk experience. Crazy, but um, overall a really good time. There's always some shit popping off at stuff. Yeah. Um. One of the times me and Margo went to the club, we were with three of our um other mutual friends and we somehow got separated from them like we're all like drunk or whatever and you know everybody's like recording on snapchat so i see a flash so i turn to my left thinking like i'm gonna be in this person's snapchat turn to my left look down why is this man getting his pitawaka jerked on on snapchat in the club right next to me like i'm touching shoulders with this dude yeah and his junk is out, and this girl is just like yank, yank, yank. Not yank, yank, doing it for the snap. And we inebriated, and Keyshawn is just like Margo. Oh my god, you cannot believe what I just saw. And it's you know, <laughs> you're saying this in the middle of the club, so I'm like, what? what? Yeah. And I'm like, did you not see that? And Margo's right in front of me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you didn't see that. And you're like, no. And I'm like, girl, how did you not see that? Like, people do while out in the club a lot there was one girl that had got i don't think it was at like um gold room i think there was a girl that had got eight out on the counter oh my like, god but i mean <laughs> and like just out and um the girl was like going to work like you know and everything but it was like y'all are in the middle of, of the club right now you got her coochie out exposed oh to my the air and everything else got her ass on the bar Oh, okay. girl. Really? Okay. Front of my lemon wedges? Bitch. That's ooh. You know what? There was a bum that was getting... No, a lady was making out with a bum. That This had to be my last club experience at Saga. This lady was making out with a bum that be like, you know, helping out in front of Saga sometimes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my, okay. And he'd be riding a bike. I don't, I don't know. I've seen him before. But, like, I'm pretty sure he's... Yes. Yeah. So, um, a man without a home. So, <laughs> the, <laughs> you know, we was all chilling or whatever. We was all dancing, vibing, and then like I saw a like a flashing light, and like I guess like I, I'm seeing like a bunch of lights on, like the phone lights are on. So I turn around and the lights are focused on like the spot in on the dance floor. I look at where it's pointing, and it's this lady sloppily, drunkily. Making out with the bum. In the oh club. my god! In the middle of the yeah. club. Yes, and everybody's like, "Oh, like egging it on and shit." Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I egging it on. All the hype. Yeah. <laughs> I do I feel like doing something like that. I would immediately, as soon as cameras came out, I would immediately like stop. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. she. Yeah. They hung in everything. Sweat. Tongue. Okay. Just mm, yeah. Um, but speaking of parties, nobody throws a kickback like Krishana throws a kickback. Thank you. Thank you. Are you talking about the time the cops got called? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You know, a uh, party in February, and I'm a cheap bitch, so I was like, I'm leaving these windows up. The AC is free. It's outside. There's no point in lowering my AC with all these people in the house. Sure. And then 
I hear a knock on the door. There and there, I don't even know how many people were there. Probably like what, like 15, 20 maybe? Yeah. That's not a whole whole lot. Yeah. Also was like very small. Um, so I hear like a doom 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 on the door. Come outside, it's two police officers. I was like, what the hell? Excuse me. But they're like, yeah, um, we just got noise complaints and blah, blah, blah. I was out there for a while. I think I was out there like 20 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you were. Just talking to them. But they were they were super chill. It was two black women. They were so nice. And at the end of like the entire conversation, they could tell I was drunk, but like I was in my house. But um, at the end of it, they were like, yeah, just um, go ahead and close your windows. That's probably what the problem is and why the sound's leaking out. And I was like, yes, ma'am. You do not have to tell me twice. You are not going to be back over here. They're like, if we have to come back over here, we're going to have to, like, go through your apartment. And, like, I'm sure there's stuff in there that y'all don't want us to see. And I was like, you don't have to say nothing else. You do not have to say anything else. I will shut the windows, ma'am. And, yeah, uh, that happened. I was mad, though. I was like, whoever had the noise complaint, they really could have just came out and, like, you know, told us. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. you're being a little loud. Are you are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. Like, can you be a little quieter? But, you know, interesting. Mm-hmm. That was that party that that fine white man was there. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was valid. Which one? The one that um Margot, like, poured the shot in his mouth from the Duce bottle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was cute. He was oh, Drew's was cousin. cousin. Okay, yeah. I was about to say his cousin. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I mean, shit, you should have slid in. I should have, but, you know, I didn't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm having um, another party soon once my couch comes in um, for my new house. And I would very much so like for you guys to come. There's going to be a lot of people there. Because it's also my roommate's from Tampa, mm-hmm. so his friends are like in Tampa, and there are a lot of attractive ones. Say less. Wink, wink. Pull up. Pull up. I'll be there with bells and whistles and a bottle. Oh yeah, bells, whistles, and a yeah. bottle. Guys, that's, that's the um, way to do it. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I've been sad because with quarantine and everything that happened at the beginning, I wasn't able to like throw any parties really mm-hmm. so i'm excited to have another one because it's been a minute um yeah let us know what day because low-key if it's on a friday i'm gonna have to ask off for work because i work friday night into saturday morning like at like two o'clock okay okay i'll definitely let you know ahead of time by the way i saw um you had did your first solo shift as well. uh, yes yes her i was like okay kishana yes it went good i know i wa- i like watching your stories and seeing the little um like so i think the last one you posted was like sperm or something like that mm-hmm. i was like okay you see pictures of them all the time i was like so this is what this bitch looks like under the microscope yes oh, you know. real real tiny um <laughs> very very much so what all do you at like what all do you look at is it just things that they um Anything that they have you look at, kind of. Um, so those are all those that the pictures that I post. Those are all from urine samples. So because I work in a urology office, so I get like a bunch of urine samples. Um, every now and then we get like post vasectomy samples where like we're just supposed to look and see if there's any sperm because then I got that snip snip. Gotcha. Um, 
and that's really it. Like we do like blood slides, but um, on my shift, because it's so busy, we don't really look at them. Like we save them for the morning shift. Um, uh- and that's really it. And I run um, a chemistry analyzer, which the machine does all the magic work for me. And I just have to look at the results and approve them. Cool. Cool. That, so that like people go to you after the vasectomy to make sure like it's all out, like all the sperm is out. Yeah, like they have them, um, you know, jizz in a cup and they send it to our lab and then we look at it just to make sure because um, usually there's no sperm in it, which is good. That means the vasectomy works, but we have to like calculate how many, if we see any, how many are in there and then that will like determine like where they are at before they can be like approved for shooting blanks. Well, see, some people don't um, pay attention to that or they don't do what they're supposed to at my dad. That's how my youngest brother got here. <laughs> no. What? My dad had got a vasectomy on like, I think a Wednesday or something like that. And my mom was on birth control, but she was taking antibiotics. So uh-huh. that like cancels it out, but they didn't know that. And he was supposed to like double check and make sure like he was good. And I guess he just told my mom he was good and he was not good. And whoo pop up she's pregnant and i was like what the fuck how i believe it's um the checkup is like two or three months post vasectomy so they're like for those three months um you could still be fertile look damn and wait a week (laughs) (laughs) damn okay yeah um so my youngest brother we always joke we're like okay he has to be here for some reason two (laughs) forms and homie made it through like okay um he's a survivor no reba he's a survivor honestly yeah like his first i think he he wasn't even home a week after like my mom gave birth to him and everything or after like he was sent home he was home for like two days and he had to go back in the hospital because he had like a urinary tract infection it's like wow you were just born like you've peed like maybe five to ten times it's been two days. And yeah, he was back in there for like a week. And he's also uh, the most accident-prone one. So yeah, the survivor thing definitely makes sense for him. Yeah. My my luck with cars is my brother's luck with just like, I don't know. Accident. He just does, like he's so clumsy. Actually, he's a lot better now. He hasn't done anything crazy in a really long time. But when he was younger, like learning how to walk, he would just, he would run into the walls. He would like, um, he had tripped when he was learning how to walk and like split his tongue. Oh, what? Oh my god! Because his teeth, his teeth had like just formed, and he fell and like hit his chin. Um, he had got he had a mirror fall on top of him, like in my parents' closet. And when they were trying to like open the door, they couldn't open the door because as they were opening the door, it was pushing the mirror like on him even more. So they had like lift it up from the bottom. Uh, yeah, definitely the most accident prone out of all of us. Dang. I know my poor baby. We're going through it, but he's um, he's older. Oh my god, him and Caden, it's so weird because now they're older and they're learning about like different things. Like they talk to me about like sexual things. And I'm like, oh my god, ew! Like, <laughs> how did you even like learn about this? Like, what what all do you know? Um, it's very uh, interesting. We have been playing this one game. The have y'all ever heard of the we're not strangers thing? It's on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. So I hit, you said no, Christian? No, I do not know what that is. Okay, so it's a card game and they have like three levels. Um, and level one, basically, as the levels get higher, there's only three. 
but the questions get deeper. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, level one will be, like, very basic shit. Like, I don't know. What's your, like, favorite color? What If you were a superhero for the day, like, what would your powers be? Like, stuff like that. And then level two is more, like, um, what's your least favorite thing about me? Or, like, what's your favorite thing about Like, stuff like that. And then level three is, like, what are your hopes and dreams or why don't you go after the things that you want? If there was something you want me to know about myself, what would it be? Like shit like that. And so one of them, I was playing with my sister and um, my mom and two of my cousins. And so I think it was a level two or level three question, but it was like, ask the group something you've always wanted to know, but you were embarrassed to ask before or you were scared to ask before, something like that. You know what this child says? Me for like no hesitation at all. She says, What's your body count? Oh, whoa! Oh. Oh. Um, uh, he asked like the entire circle. My mom and I were like, "Okay, fun's over." We're uh, next question. Pull out another card or something like that. I was like, "Oh my god!" Not her knowing about body count. It was oh. just like yesterday that they were little kids, like babies. Man, oh very fun game. Highly recommend. Well, I mean, when I think about being 15, girl, I was up to no good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I was just curious about so there was so much going on. I was like, okay, got to do my research. And now, like, you do have, I mean, we had the internet at 15, too. But now they also have, like, the internet and social media and everything. And there's just so much to, like, learn. And you're curious about a lot of stuff. And if there's a means to, like, find the answer to what you're looking for, why not find the answer that you're looking for? Yeah, well, I, I was, definitely think there's more like information now than it was, you know, eight ish, seven years ago. For um, sure. But yeah. Well, anything else? Anything anybody else would like to add? Um, let's see. Uh, did we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, how are you enjoying Tampa, girl? So far, it's been um, really nice. Like I said, I haven't been there like a full week yet, uh, just because I'm back and forth a lot. But for when I have been there, um, it's been really enjoyable. Not going to hold you. My first week, I was stressed as hell because I get there and my roommate had asked if like one of his friends from high school could stay over. I was like, sure. He was like, just for a couple of days, like, He's going through some stuff at home, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, he'll, he could stay, like, three or four days, and then, you know, he needs to, like, figure it out. Um, so he comes in that Sunday. I also come in that Sunday with, like, the rest of my stuff. And he's cool or whatever. He's just constantly talking about, like, his ex-girlfriend. Very, like, negative. And I was like, okay, all right, enough. Like, you're killing the vibe. It's my first, like, week here. I'm trying to, like drink and chill by my patio i do oh my god the patio is so it's like my favorite space in the house there's a giant with a fountain and um i got like this little fireplace thing for the um chair set and it's just really peaceful i enjoy sitting out there there's ducks and shit like you know but um the last night that he was there he's like like four days and this fourth day, I'm in my room at like 12.30 at night, and I just hear a shit ton of yelling. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And my friend comes to me, and he's like, I had to just kick him out. Um, he was just getting, like, irate and yelling and saying that I was, 
like a bad person and all this other stuff but like he's living here and I don't know he just needs to go and I was like okay and he's banging outside of my door like pulling on the door like banging and all this other stuff and my mm-hmm. friend, he's like from Tampa so his friends um come over and they're like hey you guys need to go like it's not safe for you to stay here tonight and the guy's like a um UFC fighter or whatever he wasn't thre- what yeah he wasn't threatening anyone but like he would definitely be able to beat our ass even without being a UFC fighter he'd be able to beat our ass but like especially with that um but I was like the fuck I look like leaving a house that I'm paying rent for are y'all out of your exactly. mind I was like fuck me. he he's leaving like that's what's gonna happen so um my friend called the cops or whatever they came and talked to the guy and basically like called um like a taxi to come pick him up and take him and he was gone by like I was about like 2.30, 2.45, and he was gone. So that was stressful. But besides that, everything has been great. They have, there's so much to do. And from everywhere else that I've been so far, this is the biggest city that I've ever lived in. Um, and I used to go down there for like concerts and stuff all the time. So now I'm a lot closer to like the concerts. There's water, there's the ports and yacht clubs and everything. Um, really cute restaurants and the clubs are really nice. And I'm very central to a lot of things. I live like 15 minutes away from Ybor City. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Damn, you are in there. Oh, how like how nice. And it's really nice so far. And my friend with him being from there, like he just knows a lot of stuff already. So it's not like I have to I'm still going to explore the city on my own and I have been. Um, but it's nice having someone already know like oh yeah, like this place is really good for this and this place is really good for this. I'm very excited to try all of the local restaurants and things. Um, Because I I love finding like, you know, the like, not- The good spots. Yeah, the good spots that are just um, like local, local treasures and everything. And they're really good. Very excited for those, especially because so many of them are so close. I have been a Bob the Builder ass bitch these last couple of weeks. Um, I was like- Where you really have. Yeah, I built my bed frame. I built uh, a bookshelf. And um, the hardest thing I built was that motherfucking dresser. When I tell you I was losing my fucking mind in my room, I was like, this is a lot of work. I should have just paid the extra like 150 for it to be assembled. But I was mm-hmm. like, it can't be that hard. The instructions just had pictures, but like no words. <laughs> yeah. I need words, like I'm a word person. So I'm trying to match the picture up to like what they're doing. Um, and so then I finished building the entire body. I finished building all of the shelves and everything. And I go to put it in. It's like 1231 in the morning. I go to put the drawers in because I'm finally done. They don't fit. Oh, I was yeah. like, uh, no. So I just had to go to bed. I'm very much so one of those people, if I get frustrated about something, like, and I'm upset about something, I just have to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'll wake up in the morning and be fine and just start over. So I woke up okay. in the morning and I was like, okay, let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. And so I, I had, thank God, my dad gave me his um, electric screwdriver to borrow, but it's a portable one. So it's not one that has to be like plugged into the wall. It just charges, but I can like move it around. So I didn't have to hand screw everything, but I unscrewed like two of the drawers, got them to fit on, put that bitch together. But there was something so satisfying about it. Not going to lie, building everything myself, like once it's done, I just feel a huge sense of pride. Like, yeah, I put this together. I oh, yeah. That. I'm like, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So um that and decorating has been really fun. I already had decorations for like my room and everything. Um, but it's not furnished at all, so it's like a 
blank canvas for us to do whatever we want with. So that part's been really fun, like um, just decorating and coming up with like the different aesthetics that we want in different rooms and everything. How did you um, meet your roommate? Uh, we met at CF. Uh, we were in student government together and he's really good. He's a extrovert and super, super friendly and bubbly and like just one of those people. And um, very good about like keeping in touch with like everyone. I, he was one of those people, I wouldn't see them um, for like years mm. or months or whatever, just because um, I was gone, but he'd always check in. We would talk to each other. We would have movie nights and everything. Um, so he had mentioned that he wanted to go back to Tampa and we had been talking um, like a lot more for like about three to five months before we ended up, um, my lease was over at my apartment. And I had been thinking about it because my job was in Gainesville. And I was like, should I just go ahead and re-sign my lease? But I don't want to stay here anymore. Not that I don't like Gainesville, but Gainesville's um, like a college town. And once you're not anymore, there's really not anything to do. Everything there mm-hmm. is centered around UF. Um, and I had graduated, so I just didn't want to like continuously. I, I had outgrown the space. and It was time for me to leave, honestly. Um, and I was like, you know, Tampa would be a huge change of scenery. And I had signed to the agency that was there and it just seemed like a really great opportunity. Um, and everything had lined up perfectly for me to be able to go. So I had moved, my lease was over and I moved back to Ocala at, um, one of my parents at not inside of my parents' house, but like a mile up the road, they have another property. So I was living there. Um, but I would be home all the time. And I had told them, I didn't even unpack all of my stuff. I was like, I'm only going to be here for a month. Like, I want to be uncomfortable with the getting everything out of my boxes all the time. Like, I didn't want to make anything about that easy. So then I would Mm -hmm. be on my shit so I could go. Um, The housing market was just really hard. Like, we would apply for a place and then it'd be gone like two hours later. What? Yeah. Well, because you have, with so much remote work going on right now, you have all of those snowbirds and stuff from New York, with, like, New York and New Jersey salaries, and they're moving to Florida because it's so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get to keep their salaries. But then they also are, like, kind of driving the local population out because they can afford more. Because they're yeah. Gentrifiers. Gentrifiers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I had been at the club uh, in Ocala a couple weeks ago. And someone was telling me how they were from New Jersey, but how they just bought like a house here because they have like remote work and everything. And I was like, yeah, people like you are causing a problem uh, for the rest of us native Floridians that are also trying to move around and stuff within our own state because mm-hmm. y'all are driving the prices up. But speaking of, have y'all heard of the um, the Zillow thing? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. And driving the rates up in the market. Mm-hmm. One of my friends was saying they don't mind like companies owning properties and stuff like that. And that like, you know, either way you'll be like in the end, like someone's going to own your house, but it's just a company rather than like a person or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, don't, I do not like the idea of a corporation being able to own like a large majority of our housing like that. Yeah. And there, and it's okay. So on Zillow, because I've looked at my house before my yeah. house, my grandparents 30 years ago, Oh, bought this house for I believe like sixty or seventy thousand dollars, which is a lot of money. Like Zillow has my house listed for like almost a hundred grand. This house is not worth a hundred grand, and I live here, and this is my inheritance. 
it's not worth that. Yeah, it's weird because it's like, okay, whenever you, we're ready to move and sell and stuff like that, it's going, like, it's going to cause a problem. So, um, I don't know. I'm waiting for the government to kind of step in and intervene with it, but they they haven't done anything. And I'm not sure if they are going to do anything, but I feel like they should. I feel like this is, we shouldn't let corporations get power over our housing. Like, they already mm-hmm. have it over a lot of things, but our housing is, like, a step too far, in my opinion. I mean- Low-key, these law, like, not firms, but, like, these stock firms and stuff, this is why the housing market is so bad, because, like, they go through and they buy houses, and they buy apartment complexes, and they raise the rent. So, like, it's something that's been happening for, like, a while. Yeah. And, okay, you're right. And considering the fact that they haven't done anything about it then, they probably aren't going to do anything about it now. But it's good, at least, that people are aware of it, you know? So there can be, at the very least, maybe some type of social pressure. Mm Mm-hmm to stop but i don't know we'll see i did think it was very weird though that they're doing that yeah and like for way over asking and for way over the worth but probably like you said florida's really a hot spot right now especially because like we're not strict about covid we're not strict about anything like we have ron DeSantis as governor so a lot of these conservative people from up north mm-hmm. are seeking refuge in florida which is very yes. scary um, in California, um, a lot of these politicians, not really politicians, just people that'll speak outwards towards like, I guess just like COVID regulations in California and especially in like LA and being so super strict. Um, and even with like the conservatives or the right wing, they'll just be like, girl, whatever. And they're paying thousands of dollars to send their kids to Florida to go to private school here. Wow. Um, just so they can enjoy them being child uh, or children really. And it's it's very it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Like a huge like anti oh my gosh, Nicki Minaj. Oh that whole <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I was like Girl. her being right now is is very controversial. Just Honestly, her existing. Yeah. I I forgot about everything, not even just COVID, but also everything with her husband. Um, yes. And oh. it makes no sense to me because she's Nicki Minaj. Like she could have had any she wanted bro i'm like why would you choose this one a brokey with a rapist and he has like five other kids i I thought this was like their only kid you know i know it was her first but i thought it was like his Mm -mm, no he got six kids he has six kids Uh oh he's sick Uh yeah what's the reason you're doing all this over this man someone had joked that she couldn't go to the vmas because there was a Chuck E. Cheese nearby or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a cheese nearby. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't go. So I definitely get like why she would want um, him off the list and everything with her job, like the way that she has to travel and the places she has to go, that's very limiting. Yeah. But to like harass that woman like that, mm-hmm. very clown act, huge, just clown activities. And over that man. Yeah. And I feel bad and- because Exactly. The Barb's are such a that fandom is different. Oh, this the just very delusional, um, scary. Um, yes, just chaotic. Yes, they would just yes, yeah, very brainwashed. Poor women. That they would ignore for that lady is crazy. And um, who watched um the thing that she did on the View? The victim of Candace oh. Petty. I did. Did y'all? 
No. I saw I saw parts of it. I didn't watch the whole thing though. Um I mean Christian did. Well, Christian, did you finish watching it? Oh, I watched the whole thing. Okay, same. Um um you go first, Margo. Tell your thoughts about that. So, the fact that like after watching the whole um interview and then I would like go on Twitter and see like the scores and seeing the barbs like saying oh she's just doing this for money and um why is she bringing this up now he already did the time one it's like all right yeah he did the time but the reason why this is coming back up is because he didn't um he didn't register as a sex offender or predator sexual offender in where he's about to move then they moved to like California and there he didn't you know yeah i think he did he had forgot to register there yeah but the lady in the interview not the lady miss jennifer um hugh or hugh yeah she said like i think it's just odd that now he chooses the time to not register now all of a sudden he forgot but he's been doing this since he's been charged like he's been doing he's been forgetting moved and now all of a sudden you're not doing that that's odd and it's giving very much my wife is gonna take care of it because she's rich and famous so why should i do that you know Mm -hmm. it's giving that type of like it's giving that off but also like the money thing right when they were saying well she's doing this without money like the money that she was offered multiple times from miss minaj allegedly why didn't she take that if it was about money and fame why didn't she take the money that was offered to her wasn't no like you know couple hundred dollars there it was it was a lot of fucking money that was placed on her lap she could have take that ducked off somewhere and disappeared but no she didn't so if it feels really about money that is just awful that's just awful that they're that that's their go-to is oh just money you just want attention no and to just be like oh well she was a hoe at the time and she lied about this and that, that, that. like if you watch the the um the interview, she cleared all that shit up. She said that was her first time meeting that man. Like, that, not the first time meeting them, but that was their first interaction. She goes into detail about the incident, but not, like, gory detail, but she says what happens, and, like, it like that was their first time doing that. You know, her being attacked, that was their first interaction. Boom. Um, she said that she what she's not white, she she was giving very much um afro latina she was she was yeah she was not white though but the fact that like Nicki minaj went on um queen radio and insinuated that she was white got her into you know yeah like, trying to do like a race thing yes she was trying to make it seem like kenneth was a victim of racial injustice when really that wasn't the case so it's just she just kept the more you looked at the interview and the more like details like she explained the more you would see like Nikki just kind of like put herself in a position she didn't have to in the first place by opening up and saying things and it's just not it was just not a good emphasis but um yeah but the fans are saying like she's lying and it's it's and it's scary and it's also the reason why like a lot of people that are survivors of assault um don't want to come out because 
of the backlash because there's going to be people that's you know they buy their faves sign and there's going to be like no that never happened that will never happen no you just gonna yeah. fuck out of here and she oh was very like strategic about the days that she would post like outrageous shit to kind mm-hmm. of like, from it because that's all like when all this was going on she also that was when like the covid thing was happening at the same time yep. yes mm-hmm. but do you notice like the backtrack of it too like she was like well um I'm just saying what I'm going through. It's not misinformation. And and um, then she would be like, oh, well, I'm not telling you guys not to get vaccinated. You guys should still get vaccinated. Um, if, you know, you have a you have a family to feed and your job relies on it, you should still get vaccinated. And and I'm going to do it, too, um, because I have to to tour. But then, like, before a tweet before that, she was like, oh, I'm not going to do it just because of the Met Gala. Like, I'm not gonna do it because they tell me to but then it's like but you just said that you're gonna get it the tour so like what's the is it in my head i had saw it as like i guess because touring makes her money but it's like if you're gonna get it anyway you might as well just it, get it now exactly also what's the point of you bringing up your cousin's balls like <laughs> I, it was the cousin's friend not the, the cousin's cousin. friend. whatever same shit well no not really but i mean apparently that wasn't true because they, oh, yeah. the news people um in Trinidad had talked about it. Mm-hmm. It like news there, and they were talking about it, and they were like, "That story's not true." And mm-hmm. also, she loves to claim us, but when has she ever collaborated with an artist from here? Yep. I was like, "Ooh." Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. What thoughts on it? What are you gonna say? Um. Well, I just think like, um. Honestly, okay, so, like, as, like, this whole, like, his allegations would come out, I'm just going to be honest with you, I never really looked into it. I was just like, damn, that's crazy. But I never really dismissed her feelings or, like, what was going on. I just never really looked into it. So I was just, like, you know, kind of side-eyeing. And also, he already seems like a horrible human being. Um, Just by, like, she did, like, a Queen radio interview and, like, um, she, like, interviewed one of her fans or, like, called them. And they, I don't know how they identified, but they had a very uh, high voice. And um, they were, like, laughing at them. And they were just, like, I think one of them called them a sissy. <gasps> and in the background, yes. And I was, like, hmm. And then, like, they just all just, like, dismissed it um but anyways so yeah I watched the interview and honestly like she really has no reason to make all of this up yeah and if she was making this up she's probably CIA trained Oscar nominated Mm -hmm. um actor like you could see the pain yeah in this woman's like just her mannerisms her body language like she just looked super sad to be there and like she just didn't want to be there yeah um so that argument i feel like could be dismissed like completely um i mean imagine having to oh sorry no go ahead like imagine having to like relive a sexual assault that happened like what like 15 years ago Mm -hmm. like on national television be attacked by thousands of strangers on the internet that you do not know about said sexual assault 
have a freaking hit put out on your head. I don't know if they put a hit out on her, but they threatened it. They yeah, alluded, like they, do, they alluded to that. Yeah, like imagine having to go through all of that over something that you've been working hard for like the past decade to move past. Yep. Mm-hmm. She said that like people contacted her daughter and brought it up and. And can you imagine, like, that's something she held for so long and her daughter didn't even know. And then a fucking barb just comes up to you and be like, hey, bitch, this happened to your mom in 1994. Bitch, excuse me? What? So now I got, so now my mom and I got to have this discourse because this lady's fans are telling me shit. Like, what? Oh, my God. It happened in 1994? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know she is sick. Over 20, 20 what? That's like 26 years, 28 years? Yeah. Almost 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. She has no reason to lie. Imagine just 30 years ago, you want to just forget this one thing that happened to you 30 years ago, and now it's being dredged up, and now the whole world knows. Yeah. Not that it's anything shameful on her part, but can you just, like, imagine, like, having millions of people know this tragic thing that happened to you in your life and now every time like now she's recognizable like that would mess up me mentally knowing like that's probably the first thing everybody thinks about when they see me is that I was sexually assaulted by Nicki Minaj's husband I think she said that I think she said that she really did say that yeah oh dang that's unfortunate honestly I feel bad that like it and I feel like it would have been bad if it happened with anyone, but especially Nicki Minaj, just because of like her fan base. Yeah, like, that's tough to have to deal with. I could only imagine. Oh yeah, they don't like when you say something constructive about her. Like, oh, I don't like her song, bitch. They will be on your neck in your DMs threatening you. Like that. So something that like she's kind of like endorsing almost. Mm-hmm. It's even worse. Yeah. And Nikki has a terrible track record. Like she worked with Six Nine. Like wasn't he like on trial for like sexually assaulting like a thirteen year old when he was like seventeen or eighteen? Yeah, on camera. Yeah, at like a party, and he claimed he didn't know how old she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See that I remember people bringing up her brother too, and her brother. I was like, God, I forgot about her brother. Yeah. And I kind of with the brother, I was like, I don't know. Like I'm not sure if it'd be expected for her to cut him cut him off or something like that but like choosing to work with someone that has all of these allegations like you know about it Mm -hmm. she has a terrible track record with sexual assault yeah like a sexual abusers um and it's like well known but i think this is the first time that it's ever been like this this bad or the consequences for it have been this dire Mm mm-hmm and apparently she appointed him as like a man part of management her husband part of management what? yeah I, I don't know how true I mean, that is what does he do for work um have sex with Nicki Minaj <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah okay yeah like she just gave him a title to like make him happy like yeah, yeah. that's what it's giving I oh. knew yeah I have Ooh. a theory on that um, I, I think she appointed him a position in her company just for like I think like certain tax reasons. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so he doesn't have to pay like a shit ton at the end of the year. Like, how the fuck are you getting all this money? Just like a paper trail of him having an allowance. So yeah. yeah. Oh, and for child support purposes, because I know that nigga on child support now. He got six kids. Well, I don't know how old his kids are, but if they're you know within minor age, I know that nigga on child support. So also that because like if he doesn't have a job, once you marry someone, like you took on that burden and that responsibility like with them. Yeah. So Ugh. it's like his child support is now your child support. So let me give him a job so they're garnishing his wages and not mine. Not her marrying an unemployed man. She really could have had anyone that she wanted. That's crazy. Uh, she, she, had she, well, she has a track record of being with men and then making them employees. Her first, her first boyfriend was a quote unquote hype man, um, <laughs> which she hated, like with all her heart. You could just see in any time they were documented together, she just despised him. Yeah, um, which said, is kind of funny. He said, um, "We're in China. We're in Tokyo. <laughs> oh, same thing." Uh huh. But I told me he was like, "Oh, I repeated the third grade," and she's like, "You're so." <laughs> <laughs> she did not like that man no she okay. hated him it's so she funny like, in videos it's like ooh. yeah what about me- meek mill like i just realized i just read somewhere and also saw like pictures like apparently he would like put his hands on her and shit she yeah, yeah or she didn't claim i don't think she claimed it openly but she insinuated and I know that the Barb's were talking about it for a long time. Like, oh, Meek Mill, you're an abuser. You're this, you're that. Yeah, that whole era where she, like, kind of did, like, a, a make under. Like, she had, like, her the extensions and shit. And, like, you know, she's kind of reverting back from the whole pink, wear, pink, pink wig and, you know, natural makeup. I guess around that era, he was putting his hands on her. So... <laughs> Yeah. Not Meek Mill with the fries in his lap at the pool. Ugh. McDonald's fries at that. Yeah. I don't know. About her being with them. Scissors that mm, some going on there. But her taste in men absolutely watch it. Yeah. We did. <laughs> we did. Two hours podcast. Part. Well, um, Krishana, do you want to plug your socials for our um eight listeners that listen? <laughs> yes, for uh, you know, the ones that aren't following me already. Um, it's Krishana13 on Instagram. So C H R I S E A N N A. One three, um, and it's the same thing on Snapchat. Her, when you see her, projects um, coming up, yeah. What'd you say? Any future projects coming up that we should all know about and tune in? Um, no, I don't really think so. Nothing major for work that would like apply to any of you guys. I don't. I mean, I don't think if there's anyone that's. Um, having a baby soon and needs supplies or needs things that you would get out of baby shower. Uh, there's going to be one of those in Lake City October 9th or something like that. So that's something. And then um, 
any modeling things coming out yet. I can't say because uh, they have a sign NDAs. <laughs> but um, okay, Beyonce adjacent. Per whenever I'm able to say anything about <laughs> or anything, uh, you could keep up with socials to find them. Period. Period. Ooh, how mysterious and cute. Um, well, it was nice talking to you, future um, 52nd president of the United States. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah. nice talking to you, girl. It was yeah. nice talking to you guys, too. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. No problem. Thank you. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Toodles. Bye-bye. Bye.